Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Remember that fact, ladies. Remember that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And for this reason, before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And listen, you get the top U.S. government grades of beef. Yes, it's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you get better value in top-grade beef. Let's take a Kroger cut chuck roast as an example. Before the roast is weighed and priced... The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. You're bound to get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. No matter which you prefer, steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste in Kroger cut beef. But make that discovery for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store and make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Though no one will ever be able to take young Nora Lang's place in the Gibbs family circle, it was necessary to the Gibbs household that someone should take over Nora's duties as cook, nurse, and general housekeeper. And that someone is Sarah Grundy, two and a half times Nora's age and ten times as positive. It's Sarah's first day in the Gibbs home, and yet she says to Penny... Miss Gibbs, I told you I'd have to have things my way, so they're going to be my way, that's what. Well, what's the matter, Sarah? It's that kitchen table. I can't work in a kitchen when the table's in the wrong place. I told you that when I agreed to take the job. Oh, I guess we did forget to change the position of the table, didn't we? I'm sorry, Sarah. You can move it any place you like, though. I'm putting it nearer the stove, that's what. All right, put it any place you like. Oh, um, incidentally, we're usually all on time for meals, Sarah, except when I'm delayed at the community center or on some other business. And then the whole family usually waits because I'm not very late. You'll be on time for meals, Miss Gibbs, or let me know several hours in advance. One of the secrets of good food is to serve it at the right time. And I serve my meals at the right time, that's what. (laughs) I'll give you ample notice if I'm going to be late, Sarah. And if I'm going to be too late, I'll eat out. A housekeeper can't mind a budget if there's a body eating out, helter-skelter. I buy for so many mouths, and I expect those mouths to take what I buy for them. <laughs> oh, Sarah, it's a noble thought, but with Mr. Billings in the house, you'll never have a nice box full of leftovers. I want leftovers. There's money saved in leftovers and good meals, too, that's what. I've raised a fine family on two leftover meals a week, and I'm going to raise this family the same way. Oh, most of this family is raised, Sarah. But it's going to be run on two leftovers a week. There's a right way and a wrong way to do things, and two leftovers a week is the right way. 
Well, I'll leave all that to you. Nora had leftovers once in a while, and the meals were delicious. Yeah, she's a well-brought-up and well-schooled child, that young girl. She's as well-taught in the way to do things as if she was a daughter of mine. And I wish she was. She's adorable, isn't she? Oh, you've met her husband, of course. Mm, yes. Can't see that young fellow for a husband of any child of mine. But Paul Williams likes him. Paul's nobody's fool, so the lad must be all right. He's done very well with Paul's farm. Yeah, he's done well, but I don't like his methods. Pa Grundy doesn't like his methods either. A farm can't be run out of a book. And where did that boy learn to till the soil but out of a book? He learned a great deal from Paul. But then he began to read books and start telling Paul. I don't like young ones who tell their elders. No child of mine tells his elders. Oh, Sarah, I think Paul and Freddie are what you might call modern farmers. Yeah, so I've heard, but there's no such thing. Farming's farming and the soil's the soil. And there's only one way to farm it. The way Pa Grundy does. The old way. The right way. That's what... Well, of course, I don't know very much about farming, except that it's a business operated for profit, just like any other commercial enterprise. And I understand Paul and Freddie made a rather nice profit last year. Well, I don't know anything about that. I guess what they do on the Williams farm is all right for the Williams farm. But on the Grundy land, we do it our way, the right <laughs> way, that's what. I'm sure it is, Sarah. Oh, well, uh, uh, how did you like your first date with us? Mm-hmm. It was as good as it could be expected. I didn't hope to have you all in line the first day. No, I don't think you'll have too much trouble with us. Both the children are well-behaved. And I think I can say the same for you and your foster parents. But uh, I can't say that for Mrs. Martin. I'm sorry, but I can't. Well, Peg is a little different from the rest of us. I don't like the woman, Miss Gibbs. Oh, Sarah. And when I don't like a person, there's something wrong with that person. Maybe you just don't understand her. I know the kind of woman she is. She trades on her looks, that's what. I don't think that's very true. Peg's really a very nice person. A very fine person once you get to know her. Once you get to know a woman such as Mrs. Martin, it's often too late. I prefer the safer way, the right way, to get to know a person at once. Well, I suppose that's a sound philosophy, but it isn't really necessary in Peg's case. You know something, Sarah? I'm sure you'll like her before long. I hope you're right. (laughs) I think I am. I don't take to working around a person I don't like. Is she staying here long? Mm, I don't know. There's really no way of telling. She may be here permanently. Oh, you knew that she was going to take her daughter to Hollywood. You don't say? Yes, mm mm-hmm. Julie took a screen test, and the studio wants to give her a contract, but Peg thinks she wants Julie to have a normal childhood. (laughs) As a matter of fact, she told me that fame and a career could wait for Julie. No, I wouldn't believe that coming out of the mouth of a woman such as Mrs. Martin. I'm a little bit surprised. No, you see, you weren't right about her, were you? I'm never wrong about anyone, that's what. And mark my words, but you'll remember I told you about her. (laughs) One of these days, you'll remember and we should listen. I think I know Peg pretty well, her faults and her virtues. I'll take my chances with her as a friend. Oh, golly, it's getting late, isn't it? Almost time for bed. Mm, Breakfast will be so late. No wonder I'm tired. Bet Nora's tired, too. She had her father over for dinner tonight. The first she's cooked in her own home. She's a lucky child, that's what. To have a husband and a new home and a child on the way. I hope she knows how to appreciate what she's got. Oh, you can be sure she does. And you can be just as sure her husband feels the same way. Both of them deserve the happiness they have, Sarah, but neither of them is taking it for granted. Warming up, Nora? Or do you want me to toss another couple logs on the fire? Mm, I'm warm enough. <laughs> Don't touch the fire, Freddy. I like it when it's nothing but embers and a little flame. Mm, I do, too. 
Good look into that fire and dream, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Can you still dream, Freddy? Hmm? I mean, what is there for us to dream about? All our dreams have come true. Oh, not all of them, crickets. Just the first few. Hmm? Oh, I know. We're lucky to have what we have, but... Well, if we never have anything more at all, we we ought to be satisfied. But, nah, I'll, I'll never be happy until I can get you everything there is to get. I don't want everything, darling. Just the things I have. You, your home, and a baby. Well, hmm? one on the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always want you to want me, Nora, but... Oh, I want a bigger and finer home for you someday, and... If you want lots of children, well, so do I. <laughs> you know, a lot of children will mean a bigger house. Yeah, <laughs> I can't see room for more than two of them here. Mm-mm. Although we could add on another room or two. Mm. I think I'd like to live here always, Nora. Because this is the spot that you picked out. Let's, Freddy. Let's always stay right here. No matter no matter how rich we are or, or how famous you get. Well, not much chance that I'll ever be rich or famous, Nora, but... I'll see that we always have money. And I hope to be known someday as the owner of the finest farm in the state. Mm. I guess that's sort of being famous, isn't it? You're already famous as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you just keep feeling that way about me, will you? <laughs> you just try to stop me. Daddy says I've married the finest farmer in America. Well, the man who's going to be the finest. <laughs> you know, your dad scares me sometimes with the faith he has in me. He does? Yeah. You know, he listens to all my screwy new ideas, and then he lets me go ahead with most of them. Well, why should that frighten you? Because, well, gee, Nora, someday he'll let me go ahead with some wacky idea, and then, well, I'll ruin the farm. I don't think you'll ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> Better knock on wood when you say that. All right. Um... Here, here you are. Right here on top of my head. <laughs> Finest piece of hardwood in the joint. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it was nice having Daddy for dinner tonight, wasn't it? Hmm. Say, that was some surprise I got when I came to get you and saw Dad here and smelled all that food cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice thing to come home to. First night in our place. I thought it'd be nice. You know, it was, um, well, sort of in your honor. A celebration for the master of the house coming home after a hard day at the office. <laughs> you mean a hard day in the hayloft, don't you? Is that where Daddy put you to work? Yeah, it was some crazy idea about moving the hay to the other end of the log. <laughs> you know, I, I suspected something was phony. You did? Yeah, sure, it's just a lot of unnecessary work, but every pitchfork full of hay was well worth it. <laughs> oh, it was the nicest party I've ever had. Well, you were with the two nicest people you've ever known. I admit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with one of the most conceited, anyway. <laughs> you know something, Nora? Hmm. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm not sorry at all about being out of Penny's house. For the first time today, I'm I'm not unhappy about it. I wasn't either the minute we got here this afternoon. Wonder why my feelings changed so fast. Mm. I thought sure I'd be homesick for Penny's place for weeks and weeks to come. Mm, I thought I'd be too. Maybe it's because we're we've really come home this time and not to somebody else's house. But our own home. Mm. A place that, that doesn't belong to anyone else, just us. We're alone here. Our world and our life is here. And when we close that door over there, the rest of the world stays outside. Kind of like that, don't you? Kind of? Mm. Oh, Freddie, darling, I adore it. Just as I adore you. You know, this is the spot where I used to play house under the boughs of the pine trees when I was a little girl. Now I'm here under the boughs of the pines again, but I'm not playing house this time. 
This time it's real. Yeah, you bet it's real. You know something else, Nora? What? Before long, a son or a daughter of yours will be under those same pine boughs, mm -hmm. playing house, just the way you did when you were a little girl. Oh, Freddie, that's right. Oh, but don't say my son or daughter. Say our. Oh. Well, I mean, everything is ours. Everything I own or everything you own. We, we don't own it separately. We own it together. Well, I'll second that. Hey, what's this I've got in my pocket here? Hmm? Oh, it's your key ring, isn't it? Hmm. Look what's on it. <laughs> Key to Penny's house. Oh, Freddie, you forgot to give it to her before we left. Yeah, when I lived there, I never had it with me. Now that I don't, I have it. Well, you just have to remember to give it back next time you're in town. Yeah, I will. I'm going in for something tomorrow afternoon. Maybe I'll run up to the house and... Oh, I... mm -hmm. No, wait a minute. No, maybe I won't. Well, there's no hurry about giving it to her. We'll see her later on this week. Yeah, I know that, but... Well, maybe I won't even give it to her then. Freddie Lang, what are you getting at? I mean, Nora, that I think I'm going to keep this key. Keep it? Well, you can't do that. You have no right to a key to Penny's house. Yeah, I know that, and I'll give it to her if she ever asks me for it, but if she doesn't, I think I'm going to hang on to it. Well, crickets, what for? Nothing in particular, Nora. That is, I, I have no real reason in mind. I think you'd better just give it back to her, Freddie. No, no, I, I think maybe i better keep it. Penny doesn't need it, and I've got a hunch that my having it make him in handy someday. So Freddie Lang is keeping a key to Benny's house. Why does he think he'll need it someday? And is it significant that Sarah Grundy has taken such a quick dislike to Peg Martin? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB, KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Right. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy end. Take a Kroger cut round steak or roast, for example. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat before the steak or roast is weighed and priced. You get a minimum of bone, and you get top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. But visit your neighborhood Kroger store and see for yourself. And remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Ladies, make plans right this instant to visit your neighborhood Kroger store, the only place you can buy Kroger cut beef. Surprise and delight your family with a delicious and juicy steak or roast. And remember, in Kroger cut beef, you get more meat for your money because the Kroger method of cutting beef gives you more meat less waste. Make it a rule to get Kroger cut beef at your neighborhood Kroger store. Be sure to join us again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.